Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another Ordinary Joe's Town Talk with Joey Chapman. We're broadcasting live on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from Country Inn and Suites by Radisson Hotel in beautiful downtown Stone Mountain, Georgia. We're super pleased to have Chan Brown with us today, Parkview's baseball coach. And I have called this uh, little interview, Parkview Baseball, a deeper dive into the program. I appreciate you having me. Thanks so much for being here, Chan. Um, in full disclosure, um, I've got Ryan here. It's my <laughs> yeah. co-host today. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, a, I'm your wingman. It's good to have you, too. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Hey, it's a gorgeous day outside. Let's uh, quickly start talking about... Well, I want to do a full disclosure. Both of my boys played for Chan in the program. It was a great experience for both of them. Uh, they learned a lot of structure and discipline, so I appreciate that. It, it certainly helped them in their lives. Um, give us some background on your life, Chan. Where are you from originally? Uh, originally from Tucker, Georgia, uh, right up the street here from Parkview. And uh, this is uh, my 19th year at Parkview, my 18th year as a head coach there. 19th year. And we're all only 30. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going in my, this is my uh, 25th year total of God. teaching and coaching. So I got five more years for until uh, I might make that retirement call of education and then we'll uh, see what's next that's, that's so awesome. 19 years and and how many more do you think you're going to work uh we'll see uh you know i have two he, sons one is a sophomore right now one's in seventh grade and uh so I, i'll at least be in education until my seventh grader gets out and then we'll uh see where, where what else takes me there let's say you're 10 more years in it so i probably <laughs> you're probably right something like that Hey, and also full disclosure, both Ryan and I went to Tucker High School. Yeah, so. Chan and I finished together, and uh, you're a few years ahead. But you're looking good, Joey, so that's uh, a compliment. <laughs> <Yes>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I was – I graduated in 85. Okay, I was so, 91. Yeah, uh, so y'all are a little younger than me. Yeah. That's kind of scary. We're, we're, we got a big birthday next year. Oh, uh, yeah, big 50, <laughs> big 50 yeah. coming up. People keep asking me, I'm like, I'm, I'm just happy where I am, man. I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about your family. Now, you're, I know your mom was in Smoke Rise. Uh, yeah, yeah. my parents uh, lived in Tucker until my sophomore year at Tucker, and then we moved to Smoke Rise uh, at that point. And uh, so, and then it, I guess my, my dad died eight, eight years ago, and my mom five years ago now. So, um, so you know, they, they lived there right down the street from us. And uh, my first teaching job was at Burke County, Georgia, in Waynesboro, Georgia. Um, and that from there, I, uh, the, I went with a football staff to Elbert County and actually got the head baseball job at Elbert County. That was my first, uh, head job at age 24, uh, made a lot of mistakes back then. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, learned a lot too. And then, uh, at that part, um, came to Parkview from there to coach with coach Buchanan. Okay. So, and you, I, I'm a, so was Elbert County, is that Elberton, Georgia? Yes, sir. Okay, oh. so is that where you met Tennille then? Uh, Tennille's from Elberton. She actually was teaching here and uh, met through some some friends in Elberton at uh, the lake there. It's called Clark Hill Lake and uh, met through some friends and uh, kind of hit it off. And the rest is history. This, is, <laughs> this will be year 20 anniversary for us in June. Awesome. So uh, June, June's a big, big year for a uh, big month, I guess. Uh, 20, 20 year anniversary and turn 50. So that's awesome. That's so. so great. Well, she's a special lady, and and your mom was a special lady. I was lucky enough to know her. Yeah, great, she, great baseball she, fan. She uh, she was a fan of Parkview baseball. That's for sure. They're, you know, and uh, all the families really enjoyed my mom being there. So they, they call her the angel in the outfield now, and have a little plaque behind the home plate for her. And um, 
So, you know, it was a cool experience to always have her there. My brother comes to a lot of games too. So it's a little bit of a family deal. And, and obviously Tennille teaches at Camp Creek right next to Parkview. She's been there, uh, I guess, uh, about 16 years now and does kindergarten, does the DLI program over there. And, um, you know, she's kind of a staple teacher over there and she's, um, you know, she's got nine more years, so your ten years probably is about right. So. <laughs> hey, I appreciate how much y'all are invested in the community. No, as, as I was thinking, just like Friday Night Lights, I've been rewatching the episodes. Uh, the the, the Lilburns like that because you know it's just it's it's cool, and it's you know, but it's uh, those were Laura teaches too, so you know, every day is a, another story of something, but it's uh, it's fun. It's, it's fun. A, I, I would say we were a sports oriented town for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Being here for. The amount of time we've been here and been through uh, just the experiences of, uh, honestly, for kids, the experience of lifetimes that they're always going to remember. And uh, like you said, uh, a lot of life experiences and a lot of things that mold the way they're going to live their life through uh, their adult years and through marriage and raising kids. And so uh, Wilburn's a special place. A lot of, a lot of great, great people here. I was going to say, jump in with it. Yeah. Gene, I was saying, you know, now that I've got, I got my last one in in ninth grade and you got coaches corner over there with, but, but I will say that discipline way more than, you know, the discipline for life. I've seen it. My two oldest daughters in college, they, their time management skills. Oh, are yeah. just so much different than the average kids because they, you know, and you know who I'm talking about because he's a great coach in Hamby. And, but it's not just the sports. It's just the difference in uh, maturity and holding yourself to a different standard. I mean, is that well, fair? You know, and I mean, you got to learn how to, uh, like you said, the time management thing of practice, school, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of social life these days. And, <laughs> you know, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, you got to have some self-time. You got to have some family time you mm-hmm. have friend time and so it is a uh, time management thing and i mean kids in today's world they they live with a lot more distractions than what we did coming yes. up with just a cell phone and social media alone and uh so you know they get pulled a lot of different ways so uh you know kids today really have to sit there and focus and learn how to focus on what they need to do that, to make themselves successful 100 uh, i think there's there's no doubt being a student athlete is is very challenging and uh but I do appreciate the way you get people prepared for all that, especially if they go on and play in college. Um, backing up for just two seconds, uh, tell us a little bit about your playing days at Tucker. I know you like Chad Brown play with you. Yeah, Chad was a year older than us, and uh, it's kind of Chad was a four-hole hitter. I was a three-hole <laughs> hitter, so Chan Brown and Chad Brown. Funny uh, story, now two sophomores sit there, and my son named Cade Brown and his son named Caleb Brown, both in the same class. And, oh, uh, wow. They, they normally hit near each other, too. So it's kind of a funny uh, funny story there when people that know the background of it. And um, but Tucker was a great experience, uh, honestly, probably in the educational field and coaching thing because of Coach Roman, uh, because of Coach uh, David Roman was my baseball coach and did football. Uh, Jerry Stewart, which is actually one of my neighbors, uh, he coached at Parkview too. He was at Tucker uh, when I was first there. Uh, T. McFerrin was a guy that was an instrumental in and things of me wanting to do this, you know, uh, as a as a job and um, you know as a career. And so a lot of people that impacted me from those high school days that, like I said, structured the way that I wanted to do things. And uh, you know, with that, uh, probably the biggest thing I learned from that is organization. You know, you got to be organized and. Uh, no matter if it's fundraising, no matter if it's practice, no matter if it's your everyday life, you know, you got to have a plan and stick to it and have goals and, and move into those and, uh, to help yourself and everybody around you to, to, uh, see the end picture and be successful. 
Absolutely. So. And you, and you do that well, I can tell you it's a well old machine. Um, how many titles now do we have state titles? Uh, Parkview has nine. Uh, this past one was uh, my six. Running out of um, fingers. So yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> you look saving uh, over there. That's, uh, Hey, the more more the merrier, more the merrier. So, but we've we've won three national championships, uh, nine state championships, and twenty four total region championships. So, so so Coach Buck had three champion state yes, championships, yeah. and then you had, had six. Yeah. and, uh, and then, so uh, we've doubled what Coach Buck did, which is incredible because he was a great coach as well. Yeah, he was he was a special person. Obviously, he's the one that built built this place, and uh, I was very very fortunate and lucky to come behind him and had some huge shoes. Uh, to fill and as he'll tell you uh, you know I kind of made it a little bit of a bear more than what he wanted to do because I kind of put us on a national stage of playing national schedules and and so it's changed uh, and with that it's uh, a lot more pressure a lot more work <laughs> to be honest with you but but that is you know that is what it is at the end of the day so let me ask you a question I'd like to change that you know just in, for people living from the business um, sector Jan you know how do you keep your team or your organization focused with, with all the success you know in other words you just like we just show up put a part for uniform and we're going to win a state championship is uh, there you know I think the outside world thinks uh, that's how we do things but I mean we're we're kind of a year round program between the weight weightlifting and speed and agility and uh, we do a leadership class uh, and then obviously practice we do stuff during the summer but more than that it's the expectations um, you know the expectation of each class moving down of leaving traditions and things like that um, and I, so I think at the end of the day the kids uh, understand that it's their turn Got it. and they don't want to let down uh, many many years of hard work and the and, legacy, yeah, the yeah. legacy okay. of things and and so uh you know i mean it's uh it's a cool thing to to be right there and watch it each year that's for sure i want to drill down into the, how we get to that point exactly what you were asking about ryan but let me ask you real quick talking about national championships and we've got three you said so how in the world do you uh, – I mean, we go and play in Florida. Talk a little bit about that, how you, how you, how you managed to pull that off. I mean, because it is subjective at the end of the day, isn't it, with the coaches? Right. So there's five the national polls and uh, for high school baseball. Um, obviously, there's not a national tournament um, at the end that all state championships play in or anything, but uh, we do – we play in – uh, two to three national tournaments each year, uh, one being on spring break. We go to USA tournament in North Carolina. Uh, we'll play in a perfect game tournament here in Atlanta, whatever. So many, many states come together. Uh, so in 2012, actually, the first national championship, uh, we were supposed to be playing uh, a game in North Carolina at the USA tournament, and that's the top tournament in the nation. And we got rained out, and so did Columbus, Georgia. Well, we had one extra game, and they had one extra game. So we decided to, to uh, schedule it for the last Saturday of the season. Well, at the time, we didn't realize this, but they were the number one team in the nation uh, <laughs> at the end of the year, and we're the number two. Well, we beat them three to two, and because, of, because they won state, we won state, but we won that game. That's why we won the national championship. I didn't that know that story. So, That's cool. Um, so it's kind of a, a crazy thing that, you know, it's got to have some luck into it too. I mean, but but it's it is interesting because you 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 figure that formula out, so to speak, you know. Right, I and mean, I mean, you you do. I mean, you gotta you gotta look at it, and you gotta say, all right, I want to put our team and uh, this this situation, and they need to beat these people and win this tournament and that tournament. And obviously, at the end of the end of the day, 
Uh, you know, if you lose more than one or two or three games, you're not going to have a chance to win a national championship out of 40 to 50 games that you're going to play in a year. And uh, so, you know, you got to be highly successful at, at these tournaments. And and uh, and then the other thing at the end of the day, you got to have some big name players to to for you to have people. And we've been fortunate, like I said, something in the water through the years of Coach Buchanan and myself. We've always had good players. Uh, without good players, you're not going to be any good anyway. I mean, you can coach your tail off all the time, but uh, at the end of the day, you got to have some talented kids. And and we've been fortunate to have that. Well, I am impressed though how you always have the kids ready because I mean, I, I I know I talk to you a lot of times before the season gets started or even in the first part of the season, you're like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do, but yeah, you know, I, I, I downplay a lot. Uh, definitely. I, you know, cause you don't, you don't know you're dealing with 14 year olds, 18 year olds, and you're dealing with family problems that you might not know of that day or, or a bad test grade or a girlfriend breaking up and this and that. And so you are dealing with different emotions than you deal with on a college team or a pro team and so um you know each year brings different dynamics and different challenges uh you know the, the 2012 team uh because we won in 2011 the regular season was like boring for them uh and then so we were always having to motivate them to play but when soon the t- playoffs started it's like they flicked a switch and they were like let's go this is ours uh so you know and so like this group um right now we're on a thing of of a three-peat and the next class doesn't want to be the one that leaves and crying in left field because we lost the game. And, right. uh, you know, so that it's kind of some pressure on itself. And, um, you know, and so right now uh, we got it from Derek Jeter, interview with him. But in one of his interviews, he always said after the World Series that they won with the Yankees, it's what's next? what's next. And so that's kind of our motto uh, as a coaching staff to the players this year is what's next, what's this year going to bring. And so, uh, so, you know, you got to find different ways of challenging the people that are around you. And that's for myself as a head coach, that is each family that's in the program. That's the assistant coaches, that's the players, that's even all the way down to the managers and staff girls, you know, uh, cause you got to bring your best every day. Absolutely. No, that's really interesting. And, and I, and I, you know, just you talking about 14 year olds and I'm sitting here thinking to myself in the business world, we don't have to worry about stuff like that. Although I do think sometimes I'm running kindergarten kids. No, I mean, I was, I was just listening. I was thinking a couple of things, you know, if I had a dollar for every time someone says, did not did Chad and Chan Brown both play baseball? I'm like, I'm going to record my answer. But when you say your sons, I'm going, I mean, that's so funny. I mean, it's like the next generation. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, but no, I mean, you know, when I say my youngest now, I'm like, I think, I think they think I meant 14 months old. I'm like, that's my baby. She's 14. They're like, oh, that's such a sweet age. I'm like, not really. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone through this my third time doing it. Depending on what day it is. Yeah, that's right. Drilling down a little bit too about parental involvement, and and and, and I love the fact that you do make parents get involved, and and I know some parents kind of grumble about that, but I mean you've got really, what really three uh, fundraisers: the golf tournament, the poinsettia sales, and the Christmas tree sales, and then then you do an occasional raffle. Yeah, we do a green green egg raffle now. Yeah, that's to help with uh, national tournament stuff. But yeah, you know, I mean, and honestly, I think that's consistency. Um, I think everything has to be consistent, no matter what you're doing, no matter running a baseball program or, or a business, but. Our, everybody, our community knows when we're going to do poinsettias and greenery. Right. Uh, they know the Christmas tree lot's going to be there. You know, this year we sold out 
you know, 350 trees in eight days because people know it's going to happen. Was that the quickest you've ever sold yeah, out? Yeah. So last year was nine, nine days. This year was eight. And wow. So, so that's obviously a great thing. And then, uh, you know, the, the golf tournament, uh, when we, when we took it over, Kyle Esmond and I said, we got to make this bit bigger and better. We had 12 foursomes and now we're up to 65 to 68 a year. And so, um, but it's turned into a, uh, a more of an alumni event and things. So it's just about, uh, again, I think you got to give them expectations. I think when they show up to golf tournament, they know they're going to have a good time. A, it's going to be run the right way. It's going to be organized. The same thing at the tree lot, same thing as poinsettias. And, you know, you talk about parents, uh, our thing is a family deal. That's what I want. Um, Absolutely. Now, honestly, obviously I'm very demanding my expectations. I'm not scared to talk to each family and tell them this is the expectation. You're not meeting it. Um, and so, and, and my thing there is about playing time. It's not about playing time. It's about you doing what's right. And we're trying to teach the kids do the right way all the time. And so we want the families, the parents, the kids, and, and the coaches all on one page, making sure that we are doing it the right way. And, and so, you know, my biggest saying, and which Joey, you've heard is the day that you see me in your cubicle telling you how to do things is the day you can come to mine and you're not going to ever see me in your, your cubicle. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I'm not saying I have all the answers, but I'm going to work my butt off at everything we do is so is this program. And at the end of the day, I want blue collar people getting their hands dirty and let's go to war. Yeah. And I think the formula works. I mean, I would say it's, it's really not a heavy lift since I've been involved in it heavily. Right. Um, and, and, and one other question I just wanted to ask you just cause I know all the part of you people would be interested. Like I know at one point we had talked about possibly discontinuing the tree sales, but you just touched on it. I mean, the, the community expects it. Yeah, you know, I mean, tree tree sales uh, have gotten easier, but in the same sentence, um, you're you're depending on the, the the tree grower, you're depending on truckers, you're depending on outside people. You know, last year the truck wrecked, and we had to go and get 350 trees off a truck, put them on another truck. Yeah, so right. you're always dealing with some outside influences there. So. Uh, but honestly, like we had a lady come this year, uh, you know, that she's bought her, her tree there for 30 years. And so when you hear stories like that, that's, that's the community and that's what we're about without the community, this Parkview high school is not anything and the community support and without Parkview, you know, I mean, the community backing the Parkview baseball program, uh, just at games, just at fundraisers, just in general supporting the kids, then we're not going to be the national program we want to be either. So, Well, and I would also say that when the four or five guys that come up there to help at night, the parents. Right or during the day, you know, at night or whatever, then, then you build a bigger, a closer bond. Those yeah, parents you know, and I mean, we, we purposely put a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior together right. parent-wise so they learn each other. And, like, this year the new the new thing was they, they started cornhole there. And so when they weren't working and putting <laughs> yeah. trees on cars, they were doing cornhole tournaments. And so the bond and the chemistry even got better That's uh, awesome. doing that. So, you know, it's just all about what you put into it also. Yeah, listen, that is is so important. I watch so many teams and club teams that don't operate that way, Jan. It's it's like I, I feel sometimes if I stepped in a situation, I might not know the X's and O's, but I'm like, if we communicate and get people to know each other, we can do great things. But if everybody's in their own little world, you know, it it's ultimately comes out on the field. You know, sports analogies, I can I can use them all day long. But I love that pairing different grades together because they're all at different places in their journey of right. You know, so well, it's uh, a great way to learn it. And I mean. You know, and I mean, uh, the communication route is the biggest thing. I mean, Huge. if I think Joey can tell you, he gets tired of my emails. Uh, <laughs> as a parent, I over communicate, but you know, that 
in my opinion, that's better than not communicating. 100%. So. 1000%. And I want to talk a little bit too about the field that you have up there. It's just always kept in such immaculate shape and everything. And I know a lot of that's due to your helpers. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, it's a cool story. And I mean, you've heard it at parent meetings before, but you know, in 1977, they had a backstop. They had two benches. Their concession stand was a cardboard table and so it's gone from that to what you see obviously that takes a lot of blood sweat and tears through the community through the parents through the players and obviously financially and uh you know we don't get a ton of money at all from the Gwinnett County per se uh school system uh so a lot of it is fundraised and so uh what you see is is parents doing their jobs and 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 getting it done and helping but the field part inside the fence is, is all coaches. And, uh, obviously Roy Massey chief, the chief, and, uh, this is, this would be his 56 year of coaching. Um, you know, and he's still around pretty much every day and he doesn't cut grass as much as he used to, but he's comes up there and tells us what needs to be done. <laughs> and, uh, and then Justin Bishop does a great job and, you know, the whole staff, uh, chips in and does it, but, um, you know, that's kind of chiefs field and kind of, uh, Justin Bishop's field and, and, uh, you know, they do a great job with it. And then, uh, simply green down the road with mm-hmm. the local, local business, they help us with the fertilization and things. And so Don Smith over there does a great job of supporting us and the soccer program, to be honest. Yeah, with he's you. great. Um, and helping, uh, making sure the fields look all right. It looks to me like there's never a, a blade of grass out of place. So I'm, I'm super well, people who haven't seen it. It looks like you rival any top college program stadium, uh, or minor league stadium. It's beautiful. I mean, you know, you go back there like, man, you know, and I'm sure some people probably go playing college baseball and it feels nicer in high school. Or yeah, you know, and I, I think that's probably just true. And I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, you gotta, you gotta look good. You gotta, gotta have nice yep, things around you, you to, to have some pride in it. Yep, hundred percent. Um, and, and the, also, uh, speaking of all of this, it, it costs money to run a program. And, and I think most people are going to be shocked to hear, I, I think your budget's right around a hundred grand. Yeah. I know sometimes we don't want to so, necessarily talk about you know, that, but so come, come in and the money coming in and out each year. I mean, it's probably, uh, rivals that somewhere, you know, shape, form or fashion. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of money's, uh, raised and a lot of money spent, but it goes back into the players back into the program. Um, you know, honestly, I, I don't hide this from parents. Um, I don't hide this from community is we only get three supplements through the County myself, a head JV and a head night grade. I have nine coaches. So, you know, the booster club helps pay for coaches too. So, Absolutely. um, and so, you know, when we're fundraising, we're doing, uh, for national tournaments, we're doing for coaches, we're doing for uniforms, we're doing for field things. I mean, people would be shocked of just how much money we spend in gas and diesel alone of cutting <laughs> grass, you know? <laughs> and so, uh, so a lot, a lot of, a lot of things go into the budget that, uh, that, you know, like you said, a lot of people wouldn't even think about the, the little interval things that, that, uh, that have to happen for that to, to go. It's, it's really unreal. And, and I, and I do appreciate you talking about that because I just think there's a lot of misconceptions out there and that kind of thing as far right. as how much it costs to run the program. Um, I, I want to, talk a little bit about your managers that you that you use on the team and I'm, I'm just so always so impressed because you take some special needs kids and put them in place and I don't know what do you how many kids do you think you've done uh, I think this would be my 12th year with a special uh, mm. special needs manager at least that's um, awesome you know we had uh, obviously the most famous one is Alex Hearns uh, Hearnsy boy and uh, this would be his 10th year with us he, he still volunteers uh, you know and it's a right 
uh, range from autism kids to uh, honestly, we've had a blind kid out there before, and and he comes out and helps us, uh, and and it gives them structure, it gives them uh, discipline too, uh, and it also gives them a sense of belonging, um, and so honestly, at the end of the day, I get more from being around them than I do uh, them being around me probably, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's a special, uh, special thing that our kids buy into those kids. Uh, you know, like at the banquet, I can announce, uh, a name of the manager and all the kids get up and give them a standing ovation. And, and so, you know, they, we put them through a lot of hard work too. So they're, they're learning, learning that. And, uh, but you know, I think that, um, at the end of the day makes a special part of our program and and it teaches kids i think uh to be thankful for what they have and and uh and it puts in a different perspective of what they're doing each day too well i i really appreciate it and i, I don't think you get enough credit for that and i just i think it's a real special part of the program and, and like you said those kids become part of that family and all the players love those guys, and oh yeah, it, it, it's really cool. It's really cool to watch the relationships form. Um, we had a kid that um, a couple of years ago that just finished up and is actually going to college. Uh, when he first came to my class, he didn't uh, talk at all, and uh, he was very shy. And I said, "Hey, you know, why don't you come out and uh, help us?" And he said, "Well, you know," and he had a little bit of stutter, and he said, "What? What does this do?" And I told him, and uh, by the end of it, he, uh, I actually got him eligible, uh, for his senior night and, uh, he actually got a, a bat and oh, wow. uh, ran around the bases and, uh, kind of made, uh, made everybody's year to be honest with you. So, so, you know, it's, it's about making those kids, uh, obviously look back and know that they were a part of something bigger than, bigger than what all of us are. It's in, oh. and that's called team. Absolutely. That's so cool. And I, I really appreciate that. Um, I do want to get a little bit personal with you and talk about your health a little bit. I know you've had some issues recently and I wanted to see if, you know, the, I know the guys call you uh, red Fox or gray Fox. What is it now? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's something every year. That's for sure. But, uh, Has yeah, that, you know, uh, last November, um, just got real, real tired to the point where I couldn't make it through a day and that's not like me. I'm just normal wake up and go to, till midnight and go back to sleep and that, you know, that type deal. And, um, and so my wife kind of made me go to the doctor and, uh, uh, that thing, um, you know, they decided that I had some, uh, some thyroid issues going on and, uh, through testing, it ended up being thyroid cancer. Uh, so from January through, um, through May, uh, I did have cancer and, uh, pretty tough to go through, to be honest with you. But, you know, I I had a commitment to finish the year out and, uh, actually scheduled, surgery for the day after state championship and uh so when they went in uh they did take my thyroid out with the cancer and so right now my cancer numbers are down still not uh where they want them all the time and then uh i'm still right now just trying to figure out the medicine for the thyroid because I, I do have to take certain medicine the rest of my life for that so it's still a process ongoing process but it's getting better and uh it's just something that mm. you kind of learn to live with but um you know, between that and uh, having a freshman son last year, that was one of the <laughs> toughest coaching years of my life, uh, to be quite, quite honest with you. And, uh, you know, I can't say enough about my staff. They they really stepped it up, uh, you know, and they did a lot of things. They wouldn't even let me hit a fungo. And for people to know what a fungo is, hitting ground balls. And uh, just because uh, 
the thyroid was controlling my heart too and some mm. things like that. And so my staff really had to step up last year. Uh, you know, I still gave them direction and organization and all that, but uh, physically I wasn't able to do some things I normally did. So uh, it, it was a collective, uh, you know, effort out of all of us. And, um, you know, and so it, at the end of it, it was very rewarding to do what we did. Well, I'm so thankful to God you came through that, you know, that's a, uh... That's, that's power, yeah, lucky, power. lucky to be honest with you. You know, it could have went a different way, and uh, but you know, they were the day I actually got diagnosed. They thought they uh, I was in such a fib. They sent me straight to a cardiologist, <laughs> and they said you should have had a stroke ten minutes ago. And uh, so mm. I think I was a lot worse than uh, uh, I ever knew. And um, but you know, like you said, through prayer and yeah. through God and through a lot of great people around us, things things uh, and obviously my family and everything things uh are getting better that's, so, that's awesome man. so glad to hear so that awesome. man because you have built a dynasty there and it's really exciting um i just want to ask you one quick question about games is, is there any game that you can think of that you'd like to have back that we lost it uh, uh you know there, there's probably um i would say not games i would probably say there's a several years at the beginning a part view that I think I was trying to be somebody I wasn't because I was trying to step in coach Buchanan's, um, shoes. And so I thought I, I had to, uh, meet certain things that he did and do things differently than my, maybe what I wanted it done. And so, uh, sometimes I look back at some of the teams that we had back then. I think they were pretty talented that, that maybe we could have done more, uh, with that probably would be falling on my shoulders for trying to be somebody I wasn't instead of just being myself and being the coach I know I should be and can be. Um, and so it's probably more that than just games. Uh, I think that, that you know, um, I talked to obviously a lot of people since – 05 and 04s and the 06s <laughs> and and we had some really talented teams and we you know lost in the semifinals or or third round or something like that and and so there's some things that i look back on and say hey i wish i would have done this a little bit differently and then there's some games that we won i wish i would have done some things differently you know sure and i think that's just a perspective thing of uh making sure that you are always trying to do the right thing all the time i love that other than 2015, which is the one my son was on, the, <laughs> is there another? Is there another year? I know the guys always like say, "Hey, our team was the best." Or oh, they definitely, you know, and it's been it's been cool to be around, even of Jeff Francoeur and talk about all the other teams and their one state and they compare each other. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and and all those and and I I think. Uh, you know, the 2012 team was the last year that we didn't have uh, what we have to go by now is the pitch count. And so you have to form a lot more pitchers these days than what we did back then. What, what is that? I don't know. Uh, you... The state and the, the National Federation came up with a pitch count. So you have to have so many, you can't go over this amount of pitches on, oh. uh, on these days' rest and things like that. Oh, okay. Okay. As where in 2012, we had a guy that threw that named Jesse Foster that would throw. Uh, game two and three for us almost and uh you couldn't do that in today's world and so uh you know a lot of different things just like society changes yeah. rules changes and uh so it, it, each year brings us challenges and each year has its special moments that's for sure so <laughs> well i think i mean other than like i said 2015 when Skyler was on the team but I, one of my favorite t uh games was when uh, matt olson hit i think it was like 10 or we got we came from behind yeah, 10 runs so, yeah, i mean that was yeah we we were uh, we were losing by two. It was uh, ten to eight going into the top of the seventh, 
Uh, first guy hit a double. Next two guys got out, so we're two outs. And uh, and before you know it, it was uh, twenty three to twenty three to ten. And um, yeah, I remember that. You one. know, Hillgrove did not know really what hit him, <laughs> and uh, and so you know, and obviously that was a cool year for me because that was my first state championship, and and it kind of. Um, the 2011, 2012 group always talk about how they started this run, but I really think it started in 2010 uh, with that senior class. They put they they really put on some shoulders or let's get back to this, and um, and so we kind of did that together, and it's, it's kind of taken off since then. Hey, last question. Um, and one thing I you know back when your your kids are playing, you always think you know Chan and this coach are arch enemies and this kind of stuff. Just any coaches that you want to say a shout out to that you. Uh, you know, I, I think the the Loganville coach, uh, Jeff Seegers, and I are really good, you know, really good friends. I mean, through the coaching community, I'm fr- tight with a lot of different people, you know. Columbus um, is one, too. Yeah, you know, and Bobby Howard was Coach Buchanan's, but he was my mentor, you know. And I like Jason, Jason Johnson out in Mountain View, you know, I, even at Brookwood, Titus and I are – uh, we we have our own relationships, you know, and so you get you get uh, to be closer to certain ones, and certain ones might have a little bit more. You're on the same page of how we want to run things and bounce ideas off, just like you would in the business world, I'm sure. But you know, uh, I think there's a mutual respect, uh, no matter what, just because of what we have to do, and it is, uh, you know, you, we don't get to choose our team per se. You you get what you get, and you go with it, and um, and so you know, high, high school baseball and college baseball, pro baseball, uh, all is its own little fraternity per se, and and I, I would tell you because of our program, we're very very fortunate. Uh, to be well known because of a lot of good players coming through here and what we had done on the field. And so, you know, you can be anywhere and somebody will say Parkview baseball and you're going <laughs> to, people are instantly, it's going to be, you know, a credible uh, situation there. And so, um, you know, it, it, it's a lot of fun just to be uh, known to be a part of this. So that's so, that's so great. And Coach Cham Brown, thank you so much for being with us. I know you got a coaching gig to get to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to repeat this six state titles and three national championships. Congratulations. Well, and uh, thanks for all the hard it. work. I appreciate y'all. And y'all do a great job with this. And, uh, you know, y'all are staples in the Lilburn community, too. And a lot of people respect what y'all do. So thanks, we man. always appreciate that. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we'll be around Lilburn for a long time and uh, keep this place a great place to live. So. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to another Ordinary Joe's Town Talk on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studios from the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson in downtown Stone Mountain. Thanks for being here. Thanks, ma'am.